All right, we're on the air with Professor Hot Sauce. I'm your host, Professor Hot Sauce. And we have Hot Pilates, can't stop laughing already. We're just doing the intro and she's already laughing at me. Not with me, specifically laughing at me. Why are you laughing at me, Hot Pilates? Uh, I just I just love the name so much, I, I just had to express it with a laugh. Okay, good. So it's, it's love, that's good. All right, so today, what I'm interested in talking about is the most awkward places to have sex. Now, you and I had talked about this a little bit beforehand, and you're, you're just like, I don't have awkward sex. Just all sex is great. doesn't matter where it is. That's, that's pretty much it. Like, I mean, you want to avoid children. You want to avoid maybe old people. But, like, with the exception of that, it's, it's pretty good all the time. No matter where. No matter where it is. Well, it's never, it's never come up. Like, okay, so here's, here's what I want to do. Because I have a whole list. I have like 10 places that I feel like are awkward places to have sex. Uh-huh. And if this spurs any like, oh shit, I actually thought of something, then... Like what's the awkward part? Is it getting caught? No. So, okay. So I'm going to start this off. I got a list okay. of like the most awkward. It's kind of like a top 10, but I only have nine. So it's a top nine list. Okay. All right. So number nine, most awkward place to have sex is in a hot tub. So the reason why it, it can be awkward <laughs> is especially if it's in winter, you're dealing with that temperature change the whole time. Cause like half your body's out of the water and there's jets. And I've heard, and you can tell me this, but I've heard from a lot of women, you know, the water adds another layer of friction. That's not so much fun for women. For a guy, it feels awesome. When you're fucking a girl in water, it's, it's great. I love it. Like it's, it's awesome for me, but I've heard from women that it can be painful, especially the day after. Cause there's a lot of friction. From that banging can, in water. Yeah. Cause that adds to the friction. The water adds to the friction. Have you never, have you had sex in like a pool or a hot tub? Many times. Many times. You don't Many find, times. you obviously don't find it very awkward then. <laughs> no, not even a little bit. My, my, so my, my awkward list is going to be like, those are my favorite places to fuck. Yeah, no, there's like, uh, I, I thought it was a, a lack of friction, to be honest with you, when you're in a hot tub, because there's just, there's just too much going on and you're not, you're distracted by the not drowning aspect. Well, see, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. This is why it could be awkward. Well, I mean, it could, like, well, he just picked me up. He just picked me up, and you just stood there, stood out of the water. So you're kind of, like, in the hot tub. You get a little cold. You dip back in, come back out. You're fine. Yeah, but your attention should be on the other person. You know, the attention should be, let's make this a great lovemaking session. Yeah, no. No? I'm a girl. So you just don't give a fuck? <laughs> like, I'm, as soon as I have showed up, I feel like I've done 90% of what I need to do. Like, if I can show up, take that's... off my clothes, if my hips are working, I, I feel like most of the time that's all right. Like, it's not like I'm an insensitive lover, but... I think you sound like you might be. <laughs> I am not. I just show up and take off my clothes. That sounds pretty insensitive. Well, it's not. I... Oh. The focus is on the other person. Well, I'm, I'm a girl. I've showed up. I'm now naked. I would have to think that most guys would agree that pretty much my job here is done. Okay, so like, maybe this is why the exercise was a lot harder for me to come up with <laughs> or for you than me because you're right. Like I do, I'm concerned about doing the bulk of the work. When, yeah. I, when you're in a hot tub, you got jets. You got to concentrate on that. You're kind of in and out of the water. I think it's a lot harder for a guy to yeah. satisfy a woman than it is for a woman to satisfy a man. Like, I've shown up, I've taken off my clothes, that's 90% of it. If your penis is in my mouth or at some point my hips are moving, this is going to work for you. Like, I, yeah. don't, I don't have a, a tall list of things. I don't have to rub the nipple. I don't need to catch the clit. I don't have to do it for three minutes this way and catch her sideways and feed her a biscuit and get her a glass of water. Like, I just have to show up. Fuck. This is why I love having women on the podcast. Like, this is so enlightening. Like, it's... I I was like, fuck, all these places. Because you got you to gotta focus on so many different things. And to be honest, all those things you mentioned, was those are very important to me. Most of the time. Some Sometimes, you know, 
you get like way too drunk and it's just like all right i just want to fuck somebody yeah you got to catch the low-hanging fruit now and then but yeah <laughs> you do what you have to but, do but you know like if you're if you're sober or if you're in like a long-term relationship you want to make the sex good as far for me this is my opinion okay so like i do want to do that stuff i want to be like all right you know i'll pay attention to her her cues you know if i start sucking on her nipples what does she think of that how does her body react how does her facial expressions react if i go down on her how does she react if i'm doing her doggy style if i'm if she's on top if we're doing it missionary i'm thinking about these things right and then you're right you're just kind of like ah, i'm here i'm naked <laughs> well i mean it's not well you can't starfish or anything like that i mean there is there's a stuff you have to do but it's not that hard like i don't know any guy that isn't like you know what no no baby i don't want that nooner I don't want that five minutes of pounding on the wall and I'm just going to go and continue on with my day. I don't know one guy that's like, no, that's not. That's very true. Yeah. Like sex is good. Of course you're going to want the like, okay, yes, I'm going to do this or do that. You're going to tickle a ball here and suck on a nipple there. But literally you just, I don't know, as a girl, you just have to show up and like be enthused. Okay. Be enthused and present. And most of the time that's going to work. Okay. So... You know, you didn't know I was, I'm Professor Hot Sauce. So this is the other part that I think that you're going to take away from today that I hope you do. Because this is educational. I'm a professor. Okay. Uh That's how I got the name Professor Hot Sauce. So I'm going to teach you about why these places are awkward. Are you tenured? I, I'm definitely tenured. Definitely tenured in, uh, in all these locations for having sex. Okay. So that's why a hot tub... So maybe you'll understand, like, if you have really bad sex one time in one of these places, you'll be like, oh, okay, I get it. So let's not have sex there. Let's do I think, it. I think it depends, too, on your definition. Like, I, I have had sex in the hot tubs. Have I ever, have ever had, like, the most amazing sex I've ever had in a hot tub? No. Did I get the job done? You betcha. Okay. Like, did I, can I enjoy it? For sure. Do you right. need to get off every time? Not necessarily. That's so. true. That's true. Okay. So, I guess eight and nine are kind of the same because I wrote pool down. So, it's like anything in water mm-hmm. is basically the same because you don't want to drown. Well, and every girl's different, right? Like, some girls want you to grab their ass and some girls don't. Like, everybody's going to want something different. So, for me, water, there's not enough friction. That is very interesting. That's very interesting. For, for me, like the water, like if you're in a pool or if you're in a lake, you know... You're making out with somebody, and if you're below the water, like, I don't know, you don't want to be drinking chlorine or salt water if you're in the ocean, you know? That's for me, anyway. Mm -hmm. But underwater can be kind of cool, too. Like, have you ever given a guy a blowjob underwater? Uh, Well, never to completion, no, sadly to say. I don't have those kinds of skills, but... Okay. uh, Because that feels really good. From my how, experience. How, do, how the fuck does that feel any different? Again, it's the, it's the like water. If you're, it's you're a under, different okay, sensation. You're, you're underwater. So now I've dove under the water. In order to put the penis in my mouth, I have taken in water. So I'm going to choke just a little bit. And then you're trying to suck on a dick. Yes. And you have a limited, you have 60 seconds or so of air. And you're... So, okay. So for you, it wasn't enough friction in the water. I've heard complaints of otherwise so that's interesting maybe they're just bullshitting me and just didn't want to have sex with me is that a possibility sure probably i don't know i mean i can't speak to the mindset of your mantatee water lovers but yes uh chlorine like i don't know that it's the water is the friction chlorine and like really really salty water i could see maybe that would be an issue but i've been in hot tubs that didn't have excessive amounts of chlorine and i've been in the ocean but never banging in the ones that were super, super salty. So maybe I just got lucky. Fair enough. All right. Number seven. And I'm sure they wanted to have sex with you. Oh, of course they did. There's no (laughs) doubt in my mind. There's no doubt in my mind. We're very upset about their sensitivities, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay, so number seven. Okay. This is one place you mentioned was a basement. Uh Uh-huh. So I'm going to let you take the lead on this. 
well, it's awkward because, oh, for fuck's sakes. It's like you're on your knees. Like, how do you do it? It's cold. It doesn't matter where it's cold. Like, if you're on the bottom, your ass is cold. Your back, your spine, it's on concrete. Their back is going to be on concrete. Your knees are going to be on the floor. Like, it's just, I think there needs to be slightly more cushion than raw concrete. Right. So, like, sex is supposed to be pleasurable. Yes. Your knees shouldn't have uh, scrapes on it from having sex on a basement floor. And, like, had I thought of it or been even remotely anywhere near the realm of sober, I might have thought, like, doggy style might have been the more appropriate position. So positioning yeah, but your for me in knees, that case. Your knees are still on the ground, though. In doggy style? Uh, are they? How are they not? Have you ever tried it standing up? Doggy style standing up? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what? <laughs> I don't know if I have. I guess you're, I guess you're right. I... You just like brace up against that wall and... Yeah. See, this is one of those things where you just like, you just kind of like one track mind a position because usually when it's on a bed, when I'm doing it doggy style, right? So you're not standing up. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> Foresight would have suggested <laughs> that, that standing up. There's a lot of positions to have sex standing up. That, that probably would have been more ideal, but I was very very inebriated and my partner wasn't exactly sober so so yeah that that ended up in some some damaged knees and yeah wounded spines i remember having sex in a basement once and <laughs> i had some really nice clothes on and i was just lying on my back <laughs> and it was getting like a nice suit jacket just fucking dirty <laughs> so dirty and I was like, fuck, like this sucks. <laughs> that's, that's the dream really. But the other part, and I think this is a whole point of this is like, it hurts. It shouldn't hurt. <laughs> but yeah, like standing up. I also made the same mistake <laughs> as you did. So my partner at the same time, we didn't like, we were just kind of, you know, more concerned about doing it <laughs> and thinking ahead and being like, all right, let's do this properly. But, yeah. But whatever. So basement. <laughs> all right. Number six I have on the list, a child's bed. So don't look at me like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> don't look at me like that. Let me explain this. Kind of. <laughs> I feel it's, like you do need to Yeah. Okay. Okay. It. So there's been times mm -hmm. where maybe you go to a house party, right? Sure. Or you go back to somebody's place after a bar mm -hmm. or whatever. And let's say there's a group of you. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's say you go, you, you bring people over to your place for an after party. All right. And let's say you have a young child and you have two friends who are clearly ready to hook up, mm -hmm. but you're going to sleep in your bed. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're a single mother and child's with dad for the weekend, right? So the child's not there. Well, I've been in a scenario in that scenario where I've gone back to somebody's place and it, I've been told by the house owner, oh, you can, you can sleep in, uh, in this bed, this extra bed. So then you go in there and then there's like little unicorns or mermaids or Lego characters or Pixar, this and that. And then you're just kind of like, that really fucking kills the mood when you go into, into a child's bed. Plus the bed is small, typically. And then you're thinking to yourself, am I really going to take it to this level? And just because I want to get laid so bad, I'm going to have sex in a child's bedroom? Man, I could not do it. I could not look in the eyes of a motherfucking stuffed minion and be like, yeah, I'm going to get this. It just, it would, it would never happen, nor would I, under any circumstances, suggest to two of my horny little friends, please go into my small baby's room <laughs> and mess around with my child's sweet fucking things. Would you wipe it on the unicorn? Like, fuck no. Go find your motherfucker selves a basement. Like, basement. Go, go wreck your ass knees. Like, no, no fucking way would I do it in a child's room. No, absolutely not. All right. So we're progressing somewhere. <laughs> like, 
So that would be like number one on your list to the point where you just wouldn't do it. Yeah, that's a no fucking go. A... <laughs> like, like, and like as a parent, I, I don't know that I would be okay with it either. Because then you'd have to go in and you'd have to think like, was there ass on my child's Barbie doll? Well, I mean. The unicorn, <laughs> the sheets, the yeah. wall, their dresser, the floor. Did they, were they respectful and cleaned it all up? They couldn't wait. They had to had to bang in my offspring's room <laughs> like what yeah. that's good you should never get turned on in a child's room you're right that's but what if you now if i was on a tiny piece of furniture that would be that would be something different but yeah in a child's room absolutely not what if you didn't know it was a child's room what if it was like a normal sized bedroom and then you saw like pictures afterwards you know what i mean like if i banged and i woke up in in the morning and was like oh sweet baby jesus i just defiled this child yeah oh fuck i think i would leave before the coffee was on (laughs) i feel pretty pretty horrible so what i've done is i've not quite done that but i had sex with a girl in her bed and then in the morning when we we're just kind of laying there, there's a picture on her like night table. Okay. And I look over and I was like, who's that? And she immediately grabs a picture and like slams it down face first. And apparently it was her husband. Oh. And I was like, oh, fuck. So you can, you can eat my ass, but you can't look at my husband. That's, <laughs> that's, that's charming. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that got awkward in a hurry. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I just no. fucked somebody else's wife in their bed but is a i don't think that the responsibility of that lies with you if you, no but it's, if you didn't know no but afterward it's awkward is what i'm saying like when you come to that realization so this is this this would have been a better way to say it is like some a bed that you come to realize some very unsettling news like it's a child's bedroom or a husband's bed that mm-hmm. you're fucking in god like, do you know what I mean? Like, that's where it gets awkward. You know, neither of those things has has ever happened to me. Well, that's good. I, <laughs> like, again, I just, Jesus, this is why I'm talking about this is because it got very awkward for me. And I was like, oh, shit. See ya. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what else you can be. I mean, obviously, you can't be like, you know, I really had a good time. We should catch brunch. Like, Well, and it's weird because you got to wait for a fucking cab. So you still got like that awkward. <laughs> you waited for a cab. Which, what am I supposed to do when it's where we came, where we live? It's very cold, especially in January. So at the time with this girl, it was January. So I had to wait for a cab. I'm not walking home from the other side of the city. You just bang somebody else's wife. I would put on my shoes and I would kick rocks. Like I would find some sort of Mac store and that's where I would be calling my taxi from. Yeah, you'd get, you'd get out of Dodge as oh, soon as possible. Oh, I would scurry. Yeah. I would be very mad and I would scurry. That's fair. I, I don't like to be in situations where you have just made me... Oh, you have just made me a bad person. But that's not fair. Without, without being my choice. So that's not... That's the thing. That's not fair. There's zero... F- there's nothing that makes you a bad person in that scenario. But you have contributed. You have contributed to someone else's pain. Yeah. Okay. But you know, if if I were to tell you that drinking that coffee, you know, six children died harvesting those beans that made that coffee, mm-hmm. that doesn't make you a bad person. It's just an unfortunate circum chain of events that happened. It, it was beyond your control. If you're if you're naive to the situation, right? That's what I'm and saying. And you continue to be naive to the situation, then you then you have no burden of guilt. But being naive, naive and then becoming aware yeah. doesn't exclude you from feeling a sense of guilt. Sure, and if you continue beyond that point, then oh, you, you then the burden. Like, yeah, you a bad Re- bad person. Yeah. Right. Okay. So that was number six. Number five is a bunk bed where there's somebody else in the other bed. So I didn't do this, but my friend did. So I was on the top bunk, Mm -hmm. luckily, because if the two people were on top of me and I was below, (laughs) that would have been like, oh shit, I'm not really confident about this holding up. But they... (laughs) 
They were having sex in the same room no. as I was trying to sleep. And like I woke up and there's my friend getting his dick sucked by this girl in the same room. And so I wasn't having sex. But to me, if I was him, I would think that's extremely awkward. Like we're basically exhibitionists at this point. You know what I mean? Is it awkward for the guy or is it awkward for the girl or awkward for both? Well, see, that's the thing. Like if I'm, so I'm putting myself in this scenario. If I'm fucking a girl in a bunk bed with somebody else on the top bunk, Mm -hmm. I'm thinking two things. Number one is third party person that's not having sex. Are they awkward by the fact that we're having sex? Probably a good chance. Yes, they are. The second thing is. Is she going to be awkward about the fact that maybe somebody's watching us having sex? So that can be, that to me is the awkward situation is kind of like the uh, exhibitionist factor of it. So it's not so much about the bunk bed. It's about the the publicity. It's still weird that it's, it's still weird that you're, there's literally people having sex. You're below you or you're having sex below another human being that's kind of the way i, I think about it was why i found so it not getting awkward. caught but like you know i'm gonna be in the same room with you yeah. and you could very much be aware so you've never you've never been in a hotel room that had two separate beds oh for sure and like yes and it was awkward <laughs> <laughs> it was awkward especially because my friend is like why are you fucking her like she's She's ugly. That's what he said to me. Like, During? No, after. After oh, we left. Well, at least he's a gentleman. But, like... <laughs> but, he's not but he's like, hot sauce, let's go. We gotta go back to our hotel room. It was actually in a ball tournament. He's like, we got a ball game tomorrow. Uh-huh. We gotta go back. Like, we can't be here. And I was like, just fucking let me finish, man. Like, I'm not done. I'm not done. Like, fuck off for a second. You're really ruining the, the romance here. You know, when some other guy is talking to you during sex... That's weird. So, you know. Hmm. Especially when it's just like regular conversation. I feel like that's even weirder. You know? It's like, oh, what are we going to do like, tomorrow? Like, did you, did you stop or like mid-stroke or did you just well, keep, yeah, the guy keep was, going? No, like, I was awkward, so I stopped. Like, I think it would be awkward if you were still like pumping away being like, yeah, no, I know, you're right, buddy. Like, you yeah. should probably set an alarm. Did you call the cab? Like, and you're still like giving her nails? Then I think it might be awkward. But if you stop, have a small conversation. Right. <laughs> but that's why, that's why to me it was like, I really wish this wasn't the scenario. Mm, I don't think I care. See, that's the thing. And that's the thing you and I were talking about earlier is the fact that you say fuck sensitivity. Well, yeah, that's... I I feel, I feel like you and I could have sex in a public place (laughs) and you wouldn't give a shit. Probably not, no. All right. (laughs) Like... Okay. Number four, this kind of goes along with like the basement, is a tent. A tent? Yes. So the reason it's all... This is a shame. These are all such good times. Like you said, a bunk bed. I was like, that would be a good fucking time. A tent? Like you wanna... A tent is a good time. To good have time. sex? Explain to me why it's good to have <laughs> sex in a tent. I'm all ears You're like, this. you're out. You're in the wilderness. It's fresh air. Like, and I am apparently a wee bit of an exhibitionist. So it doesn't bother me the thinness of the walls. And most times you're not just on the bare ass floor. You're in a comfortable air mattress. You... You smell like fire. You're in, what are those things? Sleeping, Sleeping bags, bags together. <laughs> like, I can't remember what okay. So you're all snuggled in there, all one with nature, and like you bone a bit. Sure, that's great. Yeah, you're saying all the positives, but you're ignoring all the negatives. Well, I, I've never, what is that? What is that little festival thing that gets all dirty and people are intense and. I have no idea. The country music plays. Oh, Big Valley Jamboree or Craven? Craven. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I'm not talking about going to Craven, getting all covered with mud and piss and shit. Drunk as shit, finding what used to be a tent and is missing three poles now and banging under there on the rocks. Like, I'm talking about like a nice tent scenario. Okay, but like I've, I remember one weekend, you know, that scenario you just gave, there's oftentimes other people in the tent that you share, right? So I was in a tent having sex. Number one, those sleeping bags aren't very fucking big. 
right? Like a key part of having sex is your bodies being together. And when you have to like snuggle in a sleeping bag, that sucks. It doesn't give you much room to operate. I like, I like getting a good base. Like if I'm, if I got my knees spread out, if I'm behind her or, you know, you want to move your legs or you want to put her, you can't do certain positions. Like I can't put a girl's leg up on my shoulder necessarily if we're in a tent you know with sleeping bags the air mattress fucking loses air if you got no air mattress you're literally on the the ground which sucks there's mosquitoes they're biting you it's fucking annoying it's cold as hell it's like rain sometimes it's rain and it's windy how, how do you think about this stuff more than i do oh i don't know this it's is just like you're just like hey it's bang well, Probably. yeah, we're done. It's but good. then, then the mosquito, <laughs> like... then a mosquito is biting your ass while you're trying to fuck, and it's it's like ah, fucking mosquitoes! You kidding me? You know, yeah. camping. I'll give it to you. Sand. Sand is uncomfortable. <laughs> okay, so that was number three. <laughs> that was number three on the list. The other thing that kind of ties into this is like other fucking insects crawling around, and sand is very uncomfortable. Like you're naked, so it gets in places you don't want it to get, mm -hmm. right? And like, especially, you know, I like to explore women's bodies with my tongue. And then it's like, oh, fuck, I'm mean sand now. Great. And then if you're on a beach, yeah. the tide, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now you're getting it. <laughs> then the, then the water's coming in, the tide's coming in, then it's like fucking cold and you weren't expecting that. And then it's like, great, because it washes off the sand. But then it kind of gets like that scratchy feel to it. You're rolling around, getting all sandy, and it gets itchy. God. And then you get sand. You're trying to fuck. That's not cool. Yeah, no, I take a hard pass on the sand. Bang. Like, there you I'm go. See, people think that's romantic. There's even drinks named after sex on the beach. Like, hmm. Where the fuck did people get that idea that that was romantic? Because when I'm fucking somebody on the beach, it's generally like 3 in the morning. You know what I mean? There's nothing romantic about that. I mean, they're thinking like, oh, it's midday and it's nice and it's summery and somebody has dropped off a, a liquor-filled pineapple and left you in peace on your secluded island and... That's different. Yeah, know, the sun's setting. The doves are swinging or flying by and... Yeah, pristine sand, no like... There's a lobster singing <laughs> in the background. Fucking <laughs> Sebastian. <laughs> right? So hard pass for you. Hard I'm... pass on the sand. Right, so that's number that's number three, for me. I think that might maybe it needs to be bumped up, because you finally agree with me. <laughs> like, yeah, all right. That that because it, anything that's a distraction, I think, and you seem like you're more easily distracted. Well, like you said, I you am. show up, you show up, show and up. ninety percent of your work is done. <laughs> and like, now that I've said that, and now that you've told me some of your stories, would you not agree that? 90% of the work that the women you were with had to do was basically just to show up. Sometimes. <laughs> but, you know, I In don't... In non-long-term relationships. I, I don't like selfish lovers. So if you were to just starfish and just say, you know, let me know when you're done type of deal, that's bullshit. Like, I want to get some satisfaction out of it too. I think that's, that's, that's fair. And, you know, most women do that. They starfish? No, they don't. They, <laughs> they contribute to the pleasure of sex, <laughs> generally speaking. But some don't. And some just lay there. And it's fucking awful. Hmm. I had a girl fall asleep on me one time while we were ha having sex. I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? I was not happy about that. I've done it. You've fallen asleep during sex? See, there you go. I have a... Well, okay, so... I feel like when you've had too much to drink, that like any faux pas you may may pull with a partner, like this is like a long-term partner that it was with. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. I was very, very drunk. And I'm like, I was like, oh, yeah, no. I just go down. Just eat my pussy for a bit. I'll get, <laughs> I'll, I will get there. Just give me a minute. And like. It was warm and it was nice and I was comfortable and the pillows were hugging me and we were in a fresh, beautiful hotel room. And I just, he said that my, my hand was on the back of his head and I was like so enthusiastic and then he felt my hand just slide down his cheek and he knew I was gone. <laughs> like, 
See, this is like this. But what do you do? Well, fucking don't fall asleep. Well, it can't be like, magic be more... every time. Stop with this 90% bullshit. Like, I'm not asking to get off every time. You can't expect me not to make mistakes now and then, Oh, no, too. trust me. We all have our <laughs> our performances, good and bad. Trust me. I've, I've, I've put a lot of poor performances out there in my time. And, you know, I think we're on the same page. Generally, it comes after, you know, too much to drink, mm. you know. Your your coordination, your hand-eye <laughs> skills are not the best. Uh, yeah. So no, I get it. I'm not. I'm not saying you know every bad sexual experience I've had, I blame the woman for. But I'm saying if your job's ninety percent showing up, and don't get me wrong, I appreciate that. I appreciate. <laughs> I appreciate the ninety percent show up, get naked. I love it. Like I love. I can just. You know, sit back and admire a naked body for a bit, and I'd, I'd enjoy that. But, like, if you fall asleep while we're having sex, then it's like, that kind of makes me cry in the morning when I wake up. I think it's relative, too. Like, what one person's 10% is and another person's 10% is, is two totally different things. And Oh, for sure. And I, like, as far as I know, with the exception of the, the time I napped, I haven't had too many complaints. Yeah, so no, that's fair. But I'm I'm saying like that ten percent happens ten percent of the time, obviously. So some people it's probably more, some people it's probably less. Well it's just easier. You're a guy, I'm a girl. Like it's a lot easier for me to please a man than it is for a man to please yeah, a woman. Yeah, men like two things. Sex and blowjobs. So you you showed up and you yeah. opened your mouth. Yeah. These are not terribly tasking things. That's true. <laughs> you have mosquitoes nipping at your balls and sand all over the place. <laughs> like you have different things going on. Yeah. Cause like <laughs> the men are kind of taking control of the situation, right? Like they, they're the lead in the sex. Just hmm? the way the biology works. Is, is that the way the biology works? Well, like the, the penis goes into the vagina, not the other way around. The vagina allows the penis. That's true. <laughs> But the male has to be the one like doing the thrusting and doing that. Not Actually, that's not true at all. That's not even remotely true yet. I know. But that's generally how it goes in most cases. <laughs> okay. There's been times where I've had sex with women where they just took full control. And that happened so rare that it was awesome. <laughs> but like you said, you know, you probably let guys take control most of the time. Do I? I'm guessing you do, yeah. Oh, God. Because you just show up and get naked and open your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that's just making me sound bad. Like, um, no, I don't know. I have no idea. No, I don't, I don't feel like that's, that's entirely true. I'm fairly demanding. Right, but are you asking... I've, I've you... thrown a motherfucker into a wall once or twice. Like... Okay, all right. <laughs> Fair enough. But I'm sure there's been times where... You know, you're probably laying on your back and you're letting him kind of take control. I, I'm i not in long-term relationships and, and it's been a long time since I was. Maybe when I was in more of a relationship, that might have been more the case. So you say you take control of the sexual situations most of the time? I would think. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I, w I would think so, yeah. I've thrown it out there. I'm not opposed to like a guy taking the lead, but I think... I think I'm pretty, like, I think I make the choice whether or not that's going to gonna happen. And, I mean, your partner has to agree with you. Well, of course. That it's going to happen. But I think I'm fairly aggressive with what I like. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Drunk or not, I'm just, <laughs> maybe don't have a, too much of a filter when I'm drunk. Fair enough. All right, number two, a car. So... Front seat especially is brutal. <laughs> like, there's no room. It's tough. The good part about a car is you can recline the seats, and that can be helpful. But I remember I was taking a road trip one time, and there was so much, like, sexual tension, we just had to pull off to the side of the road, mm. go to the back seat. And it was just like I couldn't get comfortable. Like, I was trying to lay on my back, but the seats, like, I couldn't lay across. It was... And the front seats were too close to the back. 
So I just couldn't get like comfortable in a position I wanted to be. And same with her, like we were just kind of like fumbling around. So it really impacted the ability to have good sex because I didn't have enough space. So it was in close quarters mostly that made it awkward. And the fact that a cop can just fucking roll by any minute and base and charge you for indecent exposure amongst other things or any other random person can be like driving by and you know find you having sex in a vehicle because it's also in public if you're in a vehicle Hmm. i would have to agree the only times i've ever seen it where where it seemed to work as in there was some sort of a finish was the car door had to be open and the guy was out and like basically the car was just there to hold the girl up. But yeah, no, I've seen that a couple of times. Yeah, because like it's hard, right? Like it's. I haven't, I haven't done it. You haven't had sex on a car? No. Oh, really? No, I've just seen. Like I've been the. That actually surprises me. Yeah. That surprises me. <laughs> Why does that surprise Because you? when we talked about this earlier, you're like, fuck sensitivity. I'll, I'll fuck whenever and who wherever i want that's the attitude i got from you oh you're very like alpha female well i just i like it yeah i don't have a whole lot of concern it's just never come up all right and it's not that great (laughs) you're not missing out (laughs) you're really not missing out it's it's never never occurred yet interesting i've had in my early days of having sex i tended to do it more often because a i didn't have my own place I was either living with parents or living with friends or relatives or so I mean you have to get out mm-hmm. and typically the same situation applied for my partner and so they also had to do so it's like all right well let's hop in a car and go to this hill at night park up there let's bang in the backseat of the car fucking sucked mm. or like you're on a road trip with some friends like in university that also Happened, and then the friends were knocking on the windows of the vehicle as we were fucking in the back seat. So that was awkward because it interrupted. You know that sucks. No one likes to get interrupted having sex, especially uncomfortable sex. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there's all sorts of bad things with a vehicle. Number one, a bathroom stall at a bar. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> yeah, that that screams awkward. <laughs> Yes. So, a bathroom stall at a bar again, your close quarters. And is it clean or dirty? <laughs> I mean, you're drunk as fuck, so who knows? But that's the other issue. It's yeah, it's probably not very sanitary either. So that that's worse too. But there's people coming in and out of it, right? <laughs> You know, people are like thinking they're just waiting to use the stall, (laughs) but you're there for a little longer than they probably expect. And, uh, yeah, again, with the feet, like any time you can accidentally put your foot into a toilet, (laughs) you know, that's not good. (laughs) You know, so, and again, it's a public, you can get interrupted. And just, yeah, close quarters. Like, I remember trying to fuck in a bathroom stall once, and it wasn't really working that well. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I can definitely, definitely see how that would not be a good time. <laughs> like, there's just no scenario where that's going to work. I can't even think of, like... An appropriate position, and I know so many. Well, you people. have to. You have to be standing. I've known so many people that have banged in a bathroom. Stall. In a bathroom stall. Me too. Me too. So many, and like, they've had people looking up over the side and oh my like God. making comments. I think there was one where the they were in the men's stall, and the there was a guy peering over at them banging, and she looked up, and he was clearly enjoying the show, and yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, not, not, not ideal. No, I mean, 
You know what's funny though? Like I've had great sex in bathrooms in general, like showers, bathrooms. Like I've had lots of sex in bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Not a bathroom stall though. <laughs> Not a bathroom stall. In fact, this one time I had sex in a bathroom stall, which is only... Actually, it might only have been one time. <laughs> might only have been one time. But I remember spilling drinks. Because <laughs> the two of us had brought drinks into the bathroom stall with us for reasons beyond our comprehension. And I remember spilling drinks all over this girl's clothes. And she was like, ah, oh, fuck. Well, I can't throw these out. <laughs> well... Yeah, just threw out her underwear right there. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And I think the one time it happened, some, I believe someone came in. I can't remember. I don't know. I was pretty drunk. <laughs> I definitely remember <laughs> spilling drinks. Maybe no one came in. But, uh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, no. Really, really tight quarters and sand. I will agree with you. Those ones need some, some prep work. But it seems like a lot of your stuff is just all about preparedness. Well, it's more like what... Like if you had a bigger sleeping bag, you would be fine. If you like or do they went sit... on to the, like, the beach chair as opposed to right on the sand. Like a little, yeah, little the beach... pregame. And I think you'll, you'll find things get a lot more comfortable. No, the beach, so the, but these are spontaneous events, right? Like, I mean, the beach chairs work for sure. Um, Bathroom stall, maybe don't do that. (laughs) I don't know. That was still pretty fun. It was fun trying. It was fun trying. It made for a memorable story anyway. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not opposed to, but so when, before we started doing this, you said, what do you mean awkward? Like you, you kind of gave me this attitude. Like you just think all sex is great, but now you're agreeing with the beach and you're agreeing with, uh, tight quarters, tight quarters. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, well, I guess awkward would be something that makes you distract from what you're doing versus what I maybe initially thought like awkward where I felt a sense of like, where I felt embarrassed or something like that. Like I don't, I'm generally get embarrassed. I don't do, like when you say, oh, I will just do anything anywhere to an extent, right? Like I yeah. don't care about doing something in public, but what kind of public? I'm not going to McDonald's and doing it in a bathroom stall. Well, okay. So like this is kind of where I was going to, like the Mile High Club is supposedly this super prestigious club. I've never been a part of it. I've never mm-hmm. fucked in an airplane bathroom stall. That's even worse. <laughs> to me, that would be even worse than a stall at the at the bar because everyone's gonna see the two of you go in there at some point, right? So they know it's it's going down. And you're on a plane, like that thing could take like just turbulence can happen, and it's super tight quarters in there. How many how many times have you been on a plane, and you've been like, man, that girl. She went to the bathroom and that guy was sitting beside her and he's followed her up and he's going to the bathroom. I'm a watch. Most people aren't going to notice that the two of you went in there. Yeah, most people are listening to music, reading a book or sleeping. Yeah. Or watching TV. So you get away with that. Sure. But yeah, you would have to be you would have to be lightning fast and thin. <laughs> Super thin. Yeah. Yeah. So have you ever been part of the Mile High Club? No. Not me neither. No, I think I don't I plan think, on joining either. No, God, no. No, no. Uh, I think that falls under, like, not just, oh, indecent exposure. Ha, ha, ha. That falls under, like, you, you never get to fly again. Yeah, you get on the <laughs> like, no-fly list in a hurry. Like, like we don't, we don't want to do that. Like, I, I've never, like, banged in a, at a school or I've never banged at a, like a like a playground or anything like that because that all falls under stuff that, like, can actually leave you with something a little more permanent than like yeah okay so those so that would be the top of your awkward list anything like involved in children basically anything that gives you a reminder of children 100 percent. yeah okay yeah absolutely like, so that's just like that's not something you need to see right <laughs> like, so when we started this and you were like i can't think of anything th- that's because like it's not even in your head 
Yeah. It just would never enter there. Right. Fair enough. You ever think that if you were just like super raging horny Uh and it was like super late at night and you went to a park and there was like a playground or even let's say you're not on the playground, but you're in the park and you're kind of away from the playground and it's like not a chance, not even a chance. No. What if you lost your knickers? What if, no, but really, what if you lost your knickers? And like some small wee child came across your Fair knickers. Enough. Like that, I don't, I don't need to be responsible for that kind of like Yeah, no, that's picture. a fair point. That's a fair point. Like, or if you finish and you're outside, maybe you oh, just like, yeah, oh, yeah. I must throw this on the slide. And then yeah, little yeah, yeah, yeah. Bobby yeah. Sue flies down there. That's not okay. No, that's not cool. So no, I, anything that has to do with children, 100%. I'm very respectful of people's youth. Yeah. No, that's fair. And then, I mean, yeah, that just opens up a whole other potential, like, fucked up scenarios, quite frankly. Yeah, beyond the legal ramifications of doing something like that where children might see you, there's your, your moral responsibility to yeah act like a fucking adult. And, and I'm super, super horny... Let's get in the fucking cab. We'll bang in the cab if need be. <laughs> like, but we're not banging in a park. Fair enough. I would. So you would do it in a cab. Mm. Have you done it in a cab? No, I haven't done it in a car. Like mess around pretty hard in a cab. Oh yeah, I think I certainly have kinda to. Entirely unaware that you're being that they're even there. To be honest with you. Actually, <laughs> like... come to think of it, <laughs> I seem to remember doing that not too long ago. Yeah, that's... <laughs> now that I think about it. Yeah, I don't I don't know if they're like... I don't know when I'm drunk if they just sort of disappear, if they become like like porters to me. Like they're just... They're there and they're providing a, a wonderful service, but I'm not overly aware of them. So... But... So when I initially came up with this concept of this episode, awkward to me was... Uncomfortable, meaning like it impedes the actual act of having sex and the second thing was embarrassment so like public displays you seem not to really care not even a little bit no not even a little bit (laughs) not not even that not that's not saying that i'd be like having a small house party and being like hey guys this is the living room table like or the the coffee table in the living room i'm gonna just i'm gonna spread eagle right here for you i i have like a certain degree that yeah of course that's not gonna that's not gonna be what i'm doing but if i got walked in on no big deal because i was having sex with somebody mm-hmm. and we got walked in on twice mm-hmm. and the first time was somebody we knew and apparently she wanted to join in this was news to me which at, quite honestly poses a ton of other questions <laughs> But uh, maybe you need to have her on the podcast and be like, what the fuck? Um, Are you sure it's about you? Oh, I know it's not. I know it does. I know it's not about me. It still poses those same fucking questions. Or unless, unless what her actual meaning of that saying was replacing me. But even still, there's still a ton of questions there. So, the second thing was seeing a guy walk in (laughs) with, like, a dolly of empty beer (laughs) cases, and I made eye contact with him, and he immediately froze and just started backing up and then just left, (laughs) and then we just continued. Like, nothing had happened. Whatever. No shame in that. Sex is a beautiful thing. Well... Again, with adults, things happen. Yeah. You walk it. I mean, it's not ideal. I'm no. Not, I'm, I'm not getting any kind of a rush from it. Like, I'm not doing it with the intention. Like, that doesn't add to it for me. So the act of getting caught doesn't, doesn't add anything for me. So I'm not doing things in places where I'm enjoying or, or somewhat satisfied by the risk of it. But, I mean, you bang and you found a corner. You're doing, doing what you're doing and somebody catches a peek. Whatever. Whatever. So, okay, so a lot of people do have that. 
love of the fear of getting caught. They mm. like that. They don't actually like getting caught. But the reason they're doing it in public is like, oh shit, someone can catch us do this. This is really turning me on. Mm-hmm. Not you. No. Okay, fair enough. I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like I... Nah, I don't like it, actually. I, I prefer to do it in <laughs> private. For, like, if I had a choice of, like, okay, you could have sex in the middle of 10,000 people and everyone's watching you. You can have sex in a public place where the chances you'll get walked in on are slim, but there is a chance you'll get walked in on. Or you could have sex in the privacy of your own home. I'm taking sex privacy in my own home 100 times out of 100. I think, I think for me that urgency would be the thing that like I can find very attractive and that has led to perhaps getting walked in on once or twice. Like that's the attractive part. Like, yeah, it's at home stuff. That can be great. Like you can do all kinds of stuff. You're comfortable. You're open. You're, you're moving around. Like there's nothing wrong with that either, but there is something to be said for like, I'm going to take this right now. Yeah. It's a spontaneity. I, I get it. Yeah, because, I mean, that's when the hormones are, like, at at their highest. And when I had sex with this girl in the basement, we'd started making out, and we had made out for a very long time. And I'm not 100% sure how this went down, but I think she said, I want you to fuck me. I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> how it went down. Okay, yeah. So, and that goes to your point. Where it's like, there's something to be said about like doing it like now. Yeah. So that's fair. Well, any final thoughts, Hot Pilates? <laughs> I'm pretty good, Captain Hot Sauce. Professor. <laughs> Professor Hot Sauce, not Captain Hot Sauce. Jesus. Okay. Well, I think that about wraps it up. Uh, new podcasts come out every Sunday. If you have any questions about our list or if you disagree with any of them feel free to comment and uh, like and subscribe us on itunes podbean spotify google podcasts you name it see you next sunday peace